Jesus, you are going to bless us this morning. Lord, as we are about to go into your word, you are going to speak your word to everyone. Everyone is going to be blessed. Let the blessing of God come upon everyone. Let your word come alive today. The Bible says you sent your word and you healed them. And you deliver them from their destruction. And I pray this morning that you are going to heal everyone. You are going to deliver them from their destruction. Those that need help, they are going to receive help. Those that need direction, out of your words, they will receive direction. You are going to touch everyone. Everyone is going to be blessed through your word today. They are not going to remain the same. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen in Jesus' name. Thank you for being part of the service today. And also thank you for being part of the program that we had last week. Uh, it was wonderful. And everyone that was part of it, I believe that the Lord has blessed you. And then what the Lord has done is going to be permanent in your life in the name of Jesus. And uh, so I'm going to be talking. Let's just go into the message. I'm going to be talking about count your blessing. This is the first Sunday in this month. And this is the month of June. And it's necessary for us to be grateful to God. So I'm going to be discussing to us today, uh, count your blessing. Count your blessing. Maybe you don't know uh, how to count the blessing of God. Sometimes we know how to count money. You know, when you have money in your pocket, you begin to count it. You begin to mention, oh, I have $100, 200 300 You begin to count it. And every time you begin to remove from it, you are also counting it, how much you have left. We know how to count physical things. We know how to count the resources that we have in our house. We know how to count the uh, the the thing, the money, or the things that we have, food and everything. You know how to count those things. Even when you buy things from the store, you begin to count it. Maybe look at the price of everything. So you can count many things that we see around us. But many of us don't see uh, the blessing of God as being counted. Sometimes we feel discouraged. We feel like God has never done anything for me. There's nothing to be thankful for. There's nothing to praise God for because you've not, you've not been able to count the blessing of God. When you begin to ruminate and meditate and see them, to begin to count the blessing of God, then you will realize that, wow, God has been good to me. God has been good to me. You know, most of the time we count the, we, we count the blessing of God to be monetary. You know, people talk about I'm blessed, so... You begin to check your pockets. So when they say, ah, you are blessed. And they say, God will bless you. And you are expecting every of the blessing of God to be monetary. You begin to check your pocket. You begin to check your account. How much do I have in my account? How much do I have in my pocket? How much food do I have in my house? So we count all the blessing of God to be what? Monetary to be physical things. But you don't understand that the blessing of God is more than just monetary. God doesn't uh, trade with the currency that we have. God doesn't bless people by giving them the currency, giving them dollars, giving them euros alone. He blesses people more than the level that we see. And the blessing of God are more than all these resources. The blessing of God is in healing. The blessing of God is in hearing the word of God. When you need the voice of God, God speaks to you. The blessing of God is also part of being having peace of God, the joy of the Lord. These are blessings of God. These are blessings. You know, the blessing of God is being fulfilled in your career, in whatever God has called you for. It's the blessing of God that you are not begging. Also, you can eat. It's a blessing of God. 
you can give to others. It's a blessing of God. Even you can bless people. Maybe God that is using you to bless people through his word. You are ministering to people. People's lives are being touched. You are transforming people's lives. These are blessings of God. God can also bless you with other resources, physical resources. So we should never count the blessing of God to be physical things. It narrows our mind. And that makes us never to count the blessing of God. Never to see the things that you have as blessed, as you are blessed, you know. In those days, maybe because we have looked at Abraham, look at the life of Abraham, we say, oh, Abraham, God bless him with children, God bless his farm, God bless him with land. But in this New Testament, it's not just that. There are other blessings that you need to see, you need to know, and begin to uh, be grateful to God for everything that you've done. Even being alive today, being healthy and sound is the blessing of God. Being alive. Some are in the hospital. I look at it, I'm being grateful to God that I've not spent any of my little money on drugs. I don't have any record in the hospital, you know. These are things to be grateful to God for. These are things to bless God for. These are things to thank Him and dance before Him. You know, sometimes I just I just dance. It's not because I am looking at okay, maybe God just give me uh, some money or just bless me with these resources. I just thank God. I'm just dancing before God because I know that I serve a good God. God is good at all time. God is what is good at every time. God has done wondrous things. And I want you to begin to look into your life, look into your family, look into your home, look in everywhere around you. And you will begin to see all the things that God has done. You begin to see it. You know, people talk about the evil things that happen to other people. But you look at your life, there is no evil thing happened. You slept yesterday, the Lord wake you up. It's a blessing. You slept yesterday. Some are dead. You know, I was just checking the Facebook this morning. I saw the post of uh, T.B. Joshua dead. I was like, no, I don't believe this. So I went to go and research again. And I thought, wow, he's dead. Is that how people die? He died yes, uh, on Saturday. That's yesterday. Is that how people just die like that? You check Facebook. You check all kinds of social media. You just see that people are dying. A lot of people are sick. A lot of people are spending money on all kinds of things. So we need to begin to appreciate God. We need to begin to thank God. This is the sixth month. This is half of the year. This is the half of this year. We need to be grateful. 2021 came. We are expecting a lot of things for God to do. But I believe that if you are grateful, you will see God do more in your life. You will see God do more. We're going to be talking about the benefit of being thankful today. And I believe that after today, I want you to sit down and thank God. And just thank God. Don't murmur. Don't start looking at those things that God has not done. Because he's still going to do it. What God has not done, he's still going to do it. As long as you are alive and your faith is alive, God is still going to do it. He does everything in his own time. Let's look at what the Bible says in that Psalm 100, and we look at uh, verse 4 and 5. Psalm 100, verse 4 and 5. Have your Bible there also to check with me. So it's not going to be only me opening the Bible. You can also verify with your, with your, uh, with your eyes, and also you can look again, you can meditate on it. Let's see what God is saying. 
He said, uh, Psalm 100, verse 4 and 5, he said, Enter into his gate with thanksgiving, and into his court with praises. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. Enter into the gate of God. Like, for example, we are having a service today, and that's why we must start with thanksgiving. He said, Enter into his gate with thanksgiving, and into his court with praises. That you enter, you, you wake up in the morning and the first thing you say, oh, thank you, Jesus. The first word that came out of your mouth is, oh, thank you, Jesus. Have you done that this morning? To just say, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for yesterday. Even if you, if you, even if you have a bad dream, but you still say, oh, thank you, Jesus, for waking me up this morning. And from there, you will see the flow of the Spirit of God. Let's look at what the Bible says in verse 5. It says, For the Lord is good, and His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth to all generations. He said, For the Lord is good. You know, sometimes when you lose things, you begin to look at God is not good. When you have a failure in your life, you look at, the, the, I don't think God is good. When you are not progressing, you begin to look at it that God is not good. Maybe you are trying to uh, go for a job and you are not getting the job. You begin to look at it. I don't think God is good. But what we don't know is God is still good. God is a good God. The Bible says His mercy is everlasting. And His truth endures forever. You know, when we begin to change our attitudes towards uh, how we see God, we begin to see His words and His blessing working in our life. Some people have a wrong attitude about God, wrong ideas about God. And they find out that it's so hard for them to see God do things for them. It's so hard for them to live a promising life, to live a life that is fulfilling, to live a life full of joy and peace, you know, because they have a wrong idea about God. You have a very wrong idea about God, you know, a very wrong idea. And it's very important for you to begin to change your attitude the way you see God. The way you see him, the attitude of uh, the way you express yourself to God matters very well. An example of someone we are going to be talking about today, we are going to be looking at the life of David. We are going to be looking at the life of Jehoshaphat. We are going to be looking at the life of Moses. What did they do? All these people. When God finished blessing them, what are the attitudes that they have? What, are, what kind of attitude made these people prosperous? What kind of attitude does these people have in their relationship with God? Let's look at what Psalm 107, and we just read from verse 1 to 7, 1 to 6. Psalm 107, from verse 1 to 6, before we begin to talk about the benefits of being thankful. And I want you to do that this week. That every day during this week, you are going to be thankful. You are just going to be thankful. You are just going to thank God. So, Psalm 107, verse 1 to 6 says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. This is, this is the second time we are saying he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hands of the enemy. Look at the reasons why we should give thanks. Let the redeem of the Lord. You are redeemed. You are saved. He said, let them say so. For he are, whom he has redeemed from the hands of the enemy. And gather them out of the land. From the east, from the west, from the north, and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, 
they are so fainted in them. Then they cry unto the Lord in the trouble and they deliver them out of their distress. Look at the reason why we should give thanks. He's talking about some problems that you encounter. These people, the children of Israelites, they encounter some problems leaving Egypt. The problems are going to always be there. It's not going to mean that there will not ever be challenges in everyone's life. As a believer, you are going to face some challenges. That is part of life. That is just part of life. That is the kind of world that we live in. Is a world is a world that is filled with chaos, that is filled with all kinds of things, diseases, sickness, uh, lack, hunger. Look at it. The Bible says they face hunger, they face thirst, they are so fainted in them. But what did they do? They cry unto the Lord in their distress. They cry unto the Lord in their trouble. They cried unto him. They prayed unto God. And the Bible says that he delivered them out of everything. But this psalm started with God. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Yes, all these things happen in their life. But oh, give thanks unto the Lord. At the end of the day, they still give thanks. Yes, they face hunger. They face thirst. But the Lord is to, is to be great. The Lord delivered them. The Lord provided food for them. In the wilderness, the Lord provided water for them. In the wilderness, after everything that you face in your life, you still need to give thanks. You need to know, have that attitude of being thankful to God at all times. At all times. Let people meet you and the first thing that comes out of your mouth is not you talking about your problems. You're talking about all those uh, challenges you are having in your life. And you just say, ah, I thank God. You just say, ah, I thank God. Then we can now start talking. But I thank God for everything. But I thank God for everything. Despite everything that you are facing in your life. But I thank God for everything. Not just discouraging words. There is no praise in everything we do. There is no praise there. We are just believers that just complain and complain and complain and murmur and murmur and murmur. And murmuring doesn't go do anything in anybody's life. Murmuring doesn't go away. Murmuring doesn't take your sorrow away. But thanks take your sorrow away. Thanks cast the burden upon Jesus. Let's look at the benefit of being thankful. The first benefit I'm going to talk about of you being thankful, count your blessings, and being thankful to God is what? He bless your house. You thank God for one, He do another one. You thank God for one, He's doing another one. As you are thanking God for one, another one is coming. You know, how there was a time that God gave me the revelation of how miracles, chains of miracles can happen. If God heals someone that is blind, and we are beginning to thank God for that blind person, another blind person will begin to see again. Another blind person will begin to see again. Because you thank him for one, he does another one. Because you thank him for another one, he does another one. Because he thank you for one, he does another Because you ate yesterday, you thank God for yesterday's food, he will give you another one today. Because you thank God, even if you don't have anything to eat during the morning, but God provided something in the night. Because you thank God for that, God, thank you, ah, that you provide this night food. In the morning, you will be amazed how God is going to bless you with another food. How God is going to bless you. Because when you thank him, he bless your house. Second Samuel chapter 6, verse 14 to 22 talks about that David danced before the ark of the Lord. David was showing gratitude to God. He was dancing before the ark of the Lord. He was dancing because he understand who God is. That was a king dancing before the king of kings. 
a king dancing before what? the king of kings. Look at the benefit of also uh, that we can enjoy when we are being thankful. It defeats your enemy. It does what? It will defeat your enemy. I don't know the enemy that you are facing in your life today. But why don't you thank God for the defeat that you have already have? I mean, for the Lord defeating the enemies that are facing your life. Why don't you thank God that the battle is over? Why don't you thank God for the victory that you are having already? Why don't you thank God? Because we are, we are more than a conqueror. We are standing on victory. So we are thanking God and praising God from the point of victory. Look at what happened in the days of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was about to engage in a war. And the strategy of Jehoshaphat was to praise him. The strategy, the only strategy that Joshua wants to use, because there are different strategies in fighting our enemies. It's not all the time that you begin to pray and shake your head. And, oh, 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 oh. There are different strategies of facing the enemy. You know, the the best, even the best strategy to face your enemy is to thank God, because when you thank Him, the King of Kings handle your problem. He handle the enemy. That is disturbing your life. You begin to thank God. You say, ah, these enemies, God, I know that you've destroyed them. I know that all these enemies are already over. I know that this battle is already over. I know that you have given me victory upon these enemies. I know that you've solved my problem. Oh, this financial problem, I know is over already. Oh, this sickness I'm feeling in my body. This sickness cannot hold me from praising my God. He solved your problem. Let's look at what the Bible says in Second Chronicle, chapter 20. And if you look at verse 21. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 21. I will read uh, verse 20 first, and then I will read verse 21. It says, And they arose early in the morning, and went forth into the wilderness of Tekwa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Bless, believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. So believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. Look at verse 21. Very amazing verse. He said, when he has consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and they should praise the beauty of his holiness. As they went forth before the army and say, praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. I think we've seen this. Psalm 100 was talking about praise the Lord for his mercy and joy forever. Psalm 107 will also talk about the Lord is good and his mercy and joy forever. So that what they are doing. You are not using your eye, your arrows, your spear to fight the enemy. He, the king appointed singers unto the Lord. Can you play some songs on your laptop or your device and just begin to bless God, begin to sing unto the Lord? Yes, you might be facing some challenges in your life, but that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. But look at what is happening here. The Bible says he appointed singers unto the Lord. And what was their word? Their word was praise the Lord. They were in battle. Can you be praising God in the battle? <laughs> Can you praise God in your own battle? Can you praise God in your own battle? Yes, you are facing battle in your life. But can you still praise God? Can you still praise God for his mercies, for his mercies, for his mercies, endure it forever. For his mercies over you, endure it forever. Let's look at also the benefit of, uh, of, of being thankful to God. 
Another one is what? Praise increase faith in you. You know? Praise do what? It, it increases your faith level. You know, when I pray and I'm praying for something and I get to the point of, uh, and my heart just begin to praise God, I know it's over. You know, I don't even bother stretching my prayer again. Maybe I'm praying for against the enemy or I'm praying for some God to do, provide something and I get into that praise, praise level. Because if you look at the tabernacle plan, when you get into the holies of holies, it's different. Outer court, the inner court, the uh, the holies of holies. When you get into that holies of holies, it's just you you've come before the presence of God, and when you come before the presence of God, your problem is over. It's just over. So when I get to that point of praising God, I I don't do anything. I just begin to dance and praise God and just begin to thank Him because it's over. Why do I need to continue praying when my God has already answered me? When he has already given me the request I'm having, and my pr- my faith level increases, you know, when you praise God, God increase your faith level. Your faith level will increase. Moses sing unto the Lord. Look at Exodus chapter fifteen, where Moses encouraged the people to also sing. That is that is a leader encouraging the people to do what what he was doing is singing. Can you imagine singing? Uh, verse uh, Exodus chapter 15. Let's just read some few verses there. It said, Then sang Moses and the children of Israelite this song unto the Lord, and spoke, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he has tri- triumphed gloriously. The horses and his riders as he thrown into the sea. He said, The Lord is my strength and song. And he is become my salvation. Can you do that? He is my God. I will pray, I will prepare him an habitation, my father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is the man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariot and his horses, as he cast into the sea, his chosen captives also as drawn in the Red Sea. The depths as cover them, they snake into the bottom of the sea. Look at this. They were singing unto the Lord. They say, "Sing! I will sing unto the Lord. I will sing unto the Lord for the victory that we just had. And their faith level increases because they know that if God can do this one that is, that is great in their eyes, the strongest battle they have ever faced, they've seen Pharaoh and his chariot destroyed. Also, the, first, the greatest battle they have ever faced is what? Seeing the Red Sea parted before them. <laughs> Seeing just the Red Sea parted. And after God has done all these things, they are counting their blessings. They are counting. You see how they mention the things that God has done. When we talk about counting your blessings, you can mention it. Ah, God did this. 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 Because you are counting your blessing. Today, you need to sit down and begin to count your blessing too. The benefits of being thankful also is that it makes you trust God. You know, when you begin to count your blessing, you will trust God more. When you begin to count, oh, God did this, God did this, God did this, you begin to trust Him more. 
That if God can deliver me, look at what David was talking about, counting the blessing before the children of Israelite, before he even faced another enemy. He said, if God, the God that delivered me from what? From the hands of the lion and delivered me from the hands of what? The bear, he will deliver me. The trust is already on God. He will deliver me from this Goliath. If the Lord, when I encountered Goliath, the lion the first time, a man encountered lion and the Lord delivered him. If that man, same man, encountered the bear, he built faith in him, built the trust he has for God. He said, he's going to deliver me from the Goliath. So with Goliath, are you facing in your life? Can you trust God to, de to deliver you from that Goliath? Can you trust God that is going to save you from the hands of the Goliath? That the Goliath is not going to destroy you? The Goliath is tall. I don't know the battle you are facing in your life that looks so tall, so giant, so big. You've never faced that before. You've never encountered that before. That is the strongest battle you are, you are going to face in your life. But can you thank God because and trust God that is going to deliver you from that? I want us to show us what Jesus also did. When he was about to raise Lazarus, in John chapter 10, John chapter 11, when Jesus was about to raise Lazarus, look at the attitude of Jesus. You know, you can learn from Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. So is someone that we should learn from. What is his attitude? What did he do? He said, make God to do more. I want us to look at what Jesus did in uh, John chapter 11. And if you look at verse 40 and 41, let us pray. We are just going to thank God. I believe that there is no much to do today. I just want you to go back home where you are and begin to thank God and begin to claim the blessing of God. This is a message for you today. I don't know what you are facing in your life, but I don't want you to think about your problem. There is no need of murmuring and, and then uh, uh, worried and anxious about all the problems you face in your life because problems never finish. Problem never finishes. One finish, another one is coming. Problem will never finish in this world. Until we get to meet Jesus, that's when the problem will be over. So what do we do? Let's look at what uh, Jesus did in John chapter 11, verse 40 and 41. He said, Jesus said unto her, said, said I not unto thee, that if thou wilt believe, thou would see the glory of God. Verse 41. Then he took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Look at Jesus. The tomb of Lazarus. Lazarus is dead four days. Lazarus is not alive. The people are already crying. Jesus already cried too, you know. Bible because that Jesus cried. He cried. Jesus felt the emotion, felt the compassion for them, felt what they are going through. He could see it. But after he finished crying, what did he do? He said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. He didn't say, Thou will hear me. Thanksgiving make you be at the position of the end of your problem. Being thankful puts you at the end of it. You are seeing the beginning when you are praying. 
But when you begin to thank God, you are already at the, at the victory. Jesus says, let me read it again. He said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Look at verse 42. He said, and I know that thou hear me always. And I know, I knew. He didn't even put, I know. His <laughs> pastors here in the Bible say, I knew that thou heareth me always. That's Jesus. Thanking. Benefit of being thankful. Benefit of being thankful. Benefit of what you can enjoy when you begin to thank God. When you leave the position of being murmuring and come to the point of being thankful. When you leave the position of being anxious and begin to thank God. When you begin to leave the position of thinking about your problem. All the things that is going on in your mind is your problem. You cannot even see God. You can't even see God. All you see is the problem. All you are looking at is your problem. Oh this. Oh that. Oh this. Why don't you leave your problem? Jesus was not focusing on Lazarus' tomb. Lazarus is dead. Yes, this is a problem. But his focus, he lifted up, up his eyes to the Lord. The Bible says he lifted up his eyes. Can you lift your eyes away from your problem and lift your eyes to the Lord? Lift your eyes to the Lord. You know, Bishop Oyedepo said something one, uh, one of the days I was listening to his message. He said, can you look up and look down? Can you look up and look down at the same time? So if you look up to God, never look up to man. So if you look up to God, never look into your problem too much. If you are looking up to God, why are you focusing on your problem too much? Why is all the things that you talk about in your problem? Everything, you wake up, you sleep, you, you, you're walking, you are doing everything, is your problem, 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 problem. Problem. Challenges, challenges, challenges everywhere. Fearful things. Fearful words. Fearful videos. Fearful chats. Everything is going on. But why can't you do what Jesus did? He lifted up his eyes and did what? And say, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. I thank you. Before you start praying, or when you are praying, you say, Jesus, I thank you because you've heard me. I thank you because of the healing that I've received. I thank you for the provision that I've already received. Because you are believing. You cannot thank God if you don't believe. That is it. You can't thank God if you don't believe. You can't be in a position of thanks if you are doubting. <laughs> to show that you even have faith is being thankful. You can't be in that position that you are thanking God if you don't believe God. You know, Jesus told uh, Mary... That if you believe, I told you if you believe, that we see the glory of God. He already told them. He said, if you believe, and in front of Mary, he's thanking God. Because when you believe God, when you have faith, faith pushes you to the position of thanking God because he has already done it. It's not that he will do it. He has already done it. He's done already. He's finished already. Because when you begin to thank him and you know the benefit of being thankful, it is done. You don't need to worry about what is done already. Maybe you've not received it. That's why you are still looking at it. It is being done. It is being given unto you. You know, yesterday I, I woke up and I slept a little bit earlier. So I woke up and I was having this profuse cough. The cough was too much. I've... <laughs> 
<laughs> I was just coughing. Ah, I look at it. Why am I coughing like this? And the cough was is that kind of cough that uh, that will make your uh, your chest uh, painful and tiring and all those kind of things. I just kept coughing. So I just lay hands on myself and just say, okay, I rebuke that cough in the name of Jesus. But after I say I rebuke the cough in the name of Jesus, I still cough for another time. So I just forget about it. I say, thank you, God, because you have answered me. After a few times, there was no cough again. I woke up this morning when I realized that I was coughing yesterday. <laughs> I was actually coughing. That profuse cough came to me yesterday and I was coughing. You know, I prayed out of faith. And I thank you because it's done. I don't even worry about it. I don't even look at, oh, this cough is still there. No, 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 it's, it's gone. Because you know, you know. And verse 42, and then we're going to pray. I'm going to just thank God a little bit. And then we're going to end the service. He said, but because of these people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. When he has spoken this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, comfort. That is all. That is the end of the story. And the Bible says Lazarus came forth. What gave Jesus the victory over raising Lazarus? Is what? He thanked God. Because I know you've heard me. And I know you always hear me. Do you know that God always hears you? Do you know that God always listens to your prayer? Do you know that God is also hearing you now? Do you know that God recognizes your voice? You don't know that God recognizes, but he does. Bible says God looked down from heaven. He looked down from heaven to see who we call upon him to understand that we call. He says his ears is open to their cry. The cry of the righteous. The ears of God is open to them. So if you are righteous, just know that God hears you. When you pray at any time, in the day, in the night, in the middle of the night, God hears you. So if you know that God hears you, you know that he always answers you. And he will still answer you anytime you call upon him. So thank God for everything. And I want you to begin to what? Begin to look at all the things that God has done for you. Count the blessing of God in your life. Count it. How he brought you from here to this point. Uh, you are at this point. And how he's going to take you from this point to this point. How he brought you. Where he brought you from. If you look at your life now, you can trace it back and look at where as God. Where did he, where did he, where did, what was God bringing me from? What was my state before I came to Jesus? What was my state before I began to know him, appreciate him? What, 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 what was that state? How was it? How, how bad was it? And maybe you look at this time, it's also bad. But when you trace it back, you know that God has been good to you. You might say, ah, this time is bad. But look back again, you will look at, ah, God has really been good to me. Even my faith has increased. Even now I believe God. Even now I can pray on my own. I, I appreciate God. I can see, I can have peace now. Maybe you are not having peace before. Every time you are always worried. I remember long ago that uh, worry my, was my number one problem. Worry about everything. Most especially when there is no money, there is no food. Ah, I won't be able to sleep. I won't be able to do anything. It's, it's, it's my number one issue in my life. <laughs> but now I look back and I look at how God has taken care of my worries. How he taught me how to cast my burden upon him for he cares. It doesn't mean that there are no challenges and all those kind of things. They are there. It's always, always going to be there. But I've learned to be what? To be able to cast all my care upon him. For he cares. For he cares for you. So this morning, I want you to go back again. Sit down after the service. 
and begin to count the blessing of God. And when you finish counting the blessing of God, take a little bit of your time and thank him for what he has done. Be grateful to him. If you, if you need to thank some other people that have been good in your life, thank them for what he has done in your life. All the people that God has used to bless you, you can thank them too. That oh, I'm grateful for these little, little things that this person did. Ah, at this point, at this point, at this point, I'm grateful. And you will see how God will now do more in your life. And I want this month to be a month that you will thank God. You will thank God.